We are speaking with the authors of This Is Why You're Single, Celebs Are Cuffing, and we are playing Spin the Bottle all today on It's Complicated. Powered by ACAP. You're listening to It's Complicated with your hosts, Jennifer Golden and Lauren Leonelli, coming to you live from the AfterBuzz TV studios in Los Angeles, California. Hey everyone, welcome back for another episode of It's Complicated. <laughs> the struggle is real when you're dating in the city. <laughs> I'm Jen. And I'm Lauren. And today, guys, we have the hosts, authors, and creators of the This Is Why You're Single brand, Laura Lane and Angela Spira, calling into the show. Hey guys, This Is Why You're Single is a highly acclaimed book. It is a sold-out sketch show on iTunes Top 10 comedy podcast, Twitter, and Instagram feed by the duo. They've got like all of these different things that they do. You can find them everywhere. And they are currently developing a TV series um, with Thank You Brain Productions. So Mm. that's exciting. So really, you just, like, cannot miss them. They've been written up by People Magazine, The Washington Post, New York Magazine, The Wall Street Journal, just to name a few. And, you know, the podcast has repeatedly hit the top 10 list for comedy podcasts on iTunes, guys. That's pretty amazing. I know. Um, And so, you know, they've just over a year, they've gotten, like about a million plays so lots of people are listening to these girls they tell people why they're single they give it to you frankly just kind of like we do so we like them we're into it yeah we sure do um and guys this is why you're single breaks away from your typical dating guide by taking a page from aesop's playbook with hilarious modern day dating fables paired with advice Mm-hmm. Entertaining quizzes, yeah, graphs, and illustrations. Yeah, just how your childhood teacher read you the story of the tortoise and the hare, rather than bluntly tell you not to be a cocky little shit. Yeah. This is why you're single. Teaches dating morals through stories. Whether you're looking to lock down that second date, third marriage, eighty <laughs> seventh text message, or first three way. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> the morals you take away from each chapter will make dating a whole lot more doable, a little less weird. And actually pretty fun. Yeah, I think things land a little bit easier when you tell it through a story. Like, you could teach a lesson, but they when they talk about personal experiences and stuff, and we'll get to that with them, like, it just lands differently to the listeners, I think. Can't wait to talk to these guys. Yeah, so we, they, you know, they know why you're single and we're going to find out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but first, we are going to fill you in on what we've been over- doing over the last week, and we are going to air our dirty laundry. Yeah. Um, I spent all weekend with my guy and his daughter. It was like Christmas. It's just so fun around this time of year. It's like Christmas things. And, um, you know, we we went to the Snow Day L.A. thing. And so it's like we're really into, like, Christmas. And I really wanted to be snowing. And we're in L.A. And that doesn't happen. So we went and did that. Um, and it was pretty fun. And I actually saw a lady there that had, like, a baby and a baby Bjorn with, like, a, a drink in her hand. And I was like, oh, that is so going to be me. Yeah, multitasking, yeah. child rearing and drinking I all mean, at the same time. I don't know how people go the pregnancy without drinking, but I think you could have a glass or two. It doesn't hurt. I night. think so. And you balance it out with, you know, maybe a soul cycle class or two like we had this week. That's right. 
it we was fun. brought together a bunch of, you know, uh, people that have supported our show over the last year, some new guests possibly, um, and it was a great group, and we were riding into season two of It's Complicated. Yeah, it was fun. We got everyone together to exercise and burn off some holiday cows. Mm-hmm. I think I need more classes than that, but, you know, it was great. It was fun. It was energetic. We had a great teacher named Franz. Franz. I totally thought he was going to have an accent. I thought he was going to be like the guy from... Um, Shit. Zoolander? No. From... Dodgeball. Wedding. Daughter's wedding. Oh, um, Father of the Bride. That would be the one. You thought he was going to be like Frank? Frank. Exactly. Hoffer or whatever his name is. I totally You expected know that that. that guy is actually... Kevin Lee, yeah, right? or whatever his name uh, Kevin, is. Kevin, yeah. Kevin. Whatever. Lisa Vanderpump's party planner. Exactly. With the hair. The hair. And the sunglasses. And the face and the accent. All the things. And the shirts. Uh, yeah. So, um, that guy. Yeah, that was really fun. Thank you to everyone who came out to support our show. We kicked off season two of It's Complicated. We got people, you know, listen, follow, subscribe, all the things like all you do. So thank you. Yes. And other than that, I've been birthday planning because it's coming up. Yes. And I'm very excited about that. And my friends are all throwing me a really great birthday. I'm very excited. Um, and I'm considering going on a dating cleanse, but at the same time, wait, what is that? What do you mean? Not doing that. Like just not going to be dating at all? Not doing the apps at all. I think I might need like a period of time where like maybe I grant myself this like holiday season to like not be on the apps. And I know that that sounds counterproductive to what I've been talking about. But I would like to maybe take a step back see if there are real humans out there I could meet or be introduced to during like holiday party season. So you're not going to not date. You're just going to find it through another way. Exactly. I like that. Um, A mutual friend of ours wants to set me up with somebody. So we'll see. I don't know. I'm not going to commit to anything because I don't have to. Um, Today, I feel that way. Maybe tomorrow I will. I I just do just try it. And if you're into for like a week, then who fucking cares? And then when maybe when you get to Miami, you can do the dating app thing. Maybe. We'll see. That might be a good idea. I don't know. But I did see La La Land last night and it was a beautiful movie. And it was about like love in LA also while you're like coming up in your career and how things. Oh, see, I had no idea what it was about. Oh my God. And it's a musical. It's wonderful. And it's Ryan Gosling. And I fell in love with him a thousand times. And I'm like, now I have to go find somebody exactly like him because that's, you know, realistic. But anyway. No other option. So it just got me thinking. And so we'll see what comes of this but um yeah. yeah well also speaking of ryan gosling and his celebrityism let's pack up our emotional baggage and meet some celebs and baggage claim because uh kendall jenner and asap rocky are heating it up in miami those girls only date black guys i was only, gonna only, you know, only only address only. that it's like the weirdest thing i don't get it and it's not a problem but it is it's, literally the kardashian stereotype but like why i don't know i mean i understand why well actually she dated harry styles he's like super white yeah, if that was even a real thing. Also, oh yeah, true. I mean, I just okay. I don't know. Do you reach a certain age and then like you only like a certain kind of person, or is, are you like I have to blend in with my sisters and I only like what is this? I think what it is is that they all like the the main three Kardashian sisters are like I guess black guys are attracted to them. And so I think now it's a thing like, well, all of them must like black guys. So the black guys come in like hard and the girls are just like, okay. I think that's why. Maybe, I think maybe they got more swagger for these kinds of girls who are like probably just like thrown like guys every single day. And maybe I like guess. it's like the coolest ones that like sneak in because it's also all celebrities. It's not like just like any regular human. No. It's like a celebrity that is very, very famous that is like considered like a really cool celebrity so like maybe it takes like the top of the top and they happen to be black 
and then I don't whatever. think that they happen to be black. I don't I know. Why. <laughs> anyway, I don't know what they happen to um, be. Uh, Kendall was in Miami, and um, they were doing the Art Basel stuff, and they were, I guess, basically, Kendall and ASAP Rocky were seen out a couple of times. Like, they were at that Club 11 in Miami. and they Which were- I'd like to... Like, talk about being at clubs when you're underage. Like, Kylie was there, Kendall's there. No one says anything about these in the story. Like, that underage Kardashians are roaming the clubs of Miami. No one cares. It's that Kendall scene with ASAP Rocky. It's like... I, I love how they're like they the fucking door guys at the club are like we're at capacity fire code okay but also you also know that this nineteen year old is in your motherfucking club and you don't give a fuck about that no they certainly don't so I'm pretty sure no and it's illegal it is um, anyway so talking, who knows who knows if they're together knows? or not talking about legal things um, Katie oh. Maloney and Tom Schwartz of Vanderpump Rules <sighs> chime in on. Uh, Sheena Shea and Mike Shea's divorce. Sad. Sad. So, um, Katie and Tom said they were blindsided by this, and I don't believe that. I. It's so weird to say that when we've seen Trouble in Paradise on the show itself. Yeah, and then they tried to make it out like it was all fine, and then on social media they post all these photos where they're like, uh, I, you know, Mike was like, "I'm not missing. I'm here, everyone." And they've been posting photos up until that point and looking like they're in love, walking on the beach and shit. But I don't. I don't know. I mean, th- he had some addiction problems. And that could be, I'm sure, very hard to get through in a relationship. But yeah. I, I, I have something to say. First of all, Maria interviewed um, Kristen and somebody from the show, somebody else from the show, I think, um, on her podcast. And they talked about Sheena and the divorce and all that, too. Um, and so everyone's kind of talking about it. But I will say recently on the last episode of Vanderpump Rules, they were talking about uh, Lala and her boyfriend that's married yeah. apparently and Sheena was like oh, I can't believe you would date someone that's married which is so weird because of Eddie Cibrian I'm sorry but isn't that how your fucking famous girlfriend right I mean yeah you're on Cibrian. the show but she was in the background of the show until Brandy Glanville like moved into one of the Vanderpump Rules episodes and then Sheena talked to what's her face and then Sheena became like a main character. Yeah. That's basically what brought her to light in right. Vanderpump Rules because exactly. she was in the background before. Totally. Yeah, she was not the Stassi. She was not the Kristen. And she I'm was just not- like, I get it. Okay, fine. Shit happens. But like, how are you sitting there acting all surprised and like whatever. Anyway, I, I don't know. It, I don't know either. But in better news, Leah Michelle was at her co-star Becca Tobin's wedding yes. in Wyoming. Yeah. Um, they just got married. Uh, Becca Tobin and her now husband, Zach Martin. He's an entrepreneur. I don't know what that actually means. I think we need to be more specific, especially on dating apps. That doesn't mean anything. You might as well put actor. Um, but I'm not on the dating apps right now, right guys? Uh, so they got married. The whole cast was there. Everybody, including some really hot guys in a photo that I like then oh. went on a whole stalking party oh, for. find him. Matt Hodgson. Okay. Hi, Matt. If you're out there. Okay. Holler. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So they only got engaged in May and they got married like okay. recently. When so. you know, you know. When you know, you know. And if you are able to plan a wedding that quickly, then might as well. Yeah. Sometimes it's just a money thing too. Um, you know what? Maybe they met playing Spin the Bottle. Maybe. And maybe this is the one app you should be on because uh, you guys... There is a dating app called Spin the Bottle. Yeah, and so it's a little confusing because it sounds like it works like every other app out there, um, yeah. where like you have a profile, it's connected to a social media platform, and then oh, oh our callers are calling in. Well, we okay. will talk about that app later. We will get to that app later. Hello, ladies. Ladies, are you there? Hi, we're here. Hi, um, thanks for joining us. Thanks for calling in, guys. So you're in New York City, correct? 
We are. We're calling all the way from across the other coast. Oh, all the way over there. there No, totally fine. It feels like you guys are like our spirit sisters from you know the other side of the country. We feel that way too. Yes. you're our spirit animals. Oh my gosh, Perfect. we are very honored, and we are also jealous that you get to enjoy winter weather while we are sweating in LA, oh. and it's Christmas. It's just weird. You know, the palm trees kind of freak me out. <laughs> totally, and then they wrap Christmas lights around them. I'm like, no, that doesn't. It's not. No, like that doesn't work. Yeah, it's unnatural. Totally it's unnatural. Though. Laura's used to it. I am. Oh, I'm you're used from to, LA. I'm used to it. Yeah, but I, I do. I agree. I like. I like the weather changes, but yeah, putting Christmas lights on palm trees is a strange thing. <laughs> totally strange and annoying. Um, okay, so now Jen and I met um, a couple years ago and became instant friends. It was kind of like friendship at first sight, friendship love at first sight. How did you ladies meet? It was not friendship love at first sight. <gasps> <laughs> no. no. Laura and I are very different, which is why it's beautiful that we somehow came together. Yeah, we, Angela was very quiet. We met at a comedy theater and she barely spoke, but then she would, I would see her sketches and they were always really, really funny. Whereas I was like the loud mouth. I probably talked too much in, in our comedy classes. Uh, we were basically set up on like a friendship blind date by one of, by like one of the managers of the theater who thought that we would be friends. And it was, it was like an opposite subtract love friendship blind date. And we've been work wise ever since. Okay. Wait, how are you guys different? Um, well, like we said, Laura's the more outgoing one. I'm a little shyer. Laura is definitely better at dating, I think, than I am. I don't, I don't know if I'd go that far. I, I come to you with a lot of advice even now. But I do, but you also have like a, Laura's more of a femme fatale. Oh. If, if you will. Oh. In what way? Like a, a goofy nerd. <laughs> oh. Okay. That's, that's <laughs> well, opposites attract. That is true. And so, okay, so now are you guys are you guys two peas in a pod, or are you opposite? No, we're we're different too. I think. I think we're also pretty similar. I think that we have some. Well, I don't know. Wait, what do you think is similar? We're both very outgoing. Yes, true. We say what we want and do what we want, and um, that is true. We're the we are like around the same height. (laughs) She had to throw that in there. She is so much shorter than me. You guys, I am maybe an inch shorter, (laughs) but she always calls me small. Anyway, but so I'll take it. So I'm feisty, so it's fine. Um, What else? We always dance. We're not afraid to like be the first people to start the dance party. True. Gosh. Ooh, I love that. We kind of consider ourselves like fun fairies, but so that makes us yeah. two of the same. Yeah, I think so. I think I'm a lot more sensitive than Jen, though. Like, oh, yeah, I'm not I'm, sensitive enough. I am like, yeah, like you. I mean, I can't, I'm, sometimes I'm tough, I can be tough, but sometimes not. And this is like, these are things that I'm glad we're talking about, because in the dating world, these are like real things, too. I've had someone recently um, say to me, like, they're, someone is a really, really good friend, but not a very, very good boyfriend. And I'm like, no. No, no. See, I think this—it's friendship and dating is like the same thing. You have, and if you're a good friend, then you're a good girlfriend or boyfriend. Do you guys agree with that? I don't know, actually, because I have people. I have friends that are amazing friends, but then when I see them date, I'm like, no. What are you doing? Either they—I don't know. They—I would say like I'm thinking about, you know, I'm thinking about. (laughs) Yeah. Oh. (laughs) Like. I'm, like, giving her the eyes. Um, Like, I have a friend who's an amazing friend, but then she'll get into a relationship, and, like, she has all these crazy expectations, and she expects, like, guys to read her mind, and uh, 
And and then in friendship, she's like very straightforward and like a very straight talker. Okay. Yeah, I think it's like all about your priorities. Some people just like put their friends above like significant others, so they treat them better. It doesn't necessarily mean it'll translate into like being a good boyfriend or girlfriend. That's true. I guess it doesn't have to translate. But I'm saying I think the core values of like a friendship and a romantic relationship, like of trust and communication and honesty and things like that, you have to have all of those things in a friendship and in a relationship. So if you're not good at those core things in general, you're just not fucking good at those things. Yeah, you're just a shitty person. That's true. Yeah, I guess it's like when somebody's dating though, and I'm like how they're how they normally act when it comes to those core things they get like crazy like they put on these like rose-colored love glasses and all of a sudden they like they get they get crazy like totally. they can't they don't remember what it's like to communicate with a person and they like always think the worst because they've been like hurt before by a guy right and yeah they question everything and yeah it's almost like they they forget how they normally are. Yeah, they're like, can't... Yeah, it's like you they have a trouble acting authentically because you're probably, like, way too in your head. Do either of you guys do that when you're dating? Oh, yeah. I think, especially when I was younger, you get so nervous. You forget that the other person you're talking to is a human being. <laughs> yeah. And you're, like, playing a game where you have to say the right thing, but... They, nobody knows what they're doing. Yeah. That's an important thing to remember. No one knows what so to say or what to do. Are ever. you guys single or are you in relationships? Now we're both in relationships. When we met, I was in my first long-term relationship and Angela was single for the first time in a really long time where she had been in long-term relationships prior. So we were at opposite ends of the spectrum, which is where we kind of like came together and I was able to like grab her phone and start downloading dating apps which she had never used before and she was able to like help coach me through what it's like being in a long term relationship. Nice. How that, complimentary. That worked out. Okay, so then now you're both in relationships. How long like what would you call your status uh in these relationships? Just dating, serious, moved in together, where are you at? Well I got I actually got married. <gasps> Congratulations. Oh my gosh! So wait, we pretty serious for that one. Oh yeah. my god, <laughs> that's amazing! I don't know. We did not know that. When did you get married? I got married like a little over a year ago. Oh, Angela was Angela was a bridesmaid in my wedding. <gasps> that's cute. That is cute. So, how then do you guys know why everyone is single? Tell us how this came about. Yeah, I mean, honestly, what I've realized is that a lot of the the problems are universal. So the things that I'm still dealing with, even being in a relationship or that Angela's still dealing with are the same things that our friends that are single are dealing with. Plus, like, I was single for so long and had dated so many guys. Like, I had so much to draw from when it came to writing our book and our podcast. And then all of our friends tell us their crazy stories and, and Angela, she's still dating her boyfriend now. Yeah. And we also, we try, we don't look at, like, being in a relationship is like the end of the line like that doesn't mean that it's that's not necessarily the goal we're like very like anti-single shaming also so it's more about just like the problems that emerge as dating goes on no matter where your status is with somebody yeah we just talked about that too because when jen and i met jen was in a serious relationship and i was single for a while and then remained single and then we were single together and now i'm in a relationship and jen's like in the like hardcore dating pattern and i feel like we still have the same problems like you just because i'm in a relationship doesn't mean that there's still not things that come up that may or may not come up communication issues or whatever just while you're getting to know somebody like it's not like well there's the end of the line you know nope, it's complicated and it always will be yeah 
True story. It's complicated. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay, so when you guys were dating, what dating apps were you on? If any. If any. So, um, I, okay, Cupid was like still pretty hot when I was uh, dating, and not so much anymore. Yeah, yeah, now it's shifted, but most people I know that are in long-term relationships met their person on OkCupid. I don't know what it is about it. I think maybe people are a little more serious on there, or huh. were. I met I met my now husband in person, but OkCupid played a role. He had gone on a date with one of my friends on OkCupid, who was my former roommate, and they didn't really hit it off, but they stayed friends, and she invited him to her holiday party, and, and then I started talking about the holiday party. I didn't realize they had gone on a date. And then we hit it off. She was totally cool and supportive of it. So I still, like, give a little nod to OkCupid okay because if it wasn't for uh, OkCupid, okay then I would have never met him. That's actually, I mean, that is how you met then, really, because that's how yeah. he came into your lives. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Okay. Very interesting. So you guys figured out how to get into relationships and, you know, married in one case. Um, but why is everyone else still single? Is there one reason? Are there many reasons? You know, we talked about being authentic, but yeah. but what is it and what can everyone learn from your podcast and book? I think almost the, the answer to every question we get always boils down to communication. Mm. I think people just are afraid to like ask the questions they want to ask and think they have to speak in like coded language. And you really don't have to. I think that you just need to, if you're like feeling nervous about something, like, Express yourself, communicate, and then we also always just say you do you. Go oh. with your gut. Okay. So you think? Yeah, I mean, like a lot of the reasons in our book, they're they're like kind of silly. It's like you don't have a good wingman, so you always want to make sure you have a good wingman when you go out with somebody. Uh, it's good. not relationship season. Like right now, a lot of people are already like handcuffed to someone. It's probably going to be really tough right now in the next couple of weeks to try to get a new serious boyfriend or girlfriend if that's what you're looking for because nobody wants to buy a new another present if they don't already have to. They're going to want to wait for the story. No one wants to spend more money than they have to. It gets like awkward if you started dating someone serious now and you're like three weeks in, you've been hanging out for three weeks straight and then you leave for Christmas or Hanukkah. Are you going to tell your parents about the person? I don't know. Probably not. Yeah. Awkward. Grandma wants to know if you're dating. You don't want to get into it because you don't know if it's serious. Uh, So it like also depends on the time of year. If you start dating someone right before the summer, people like to like, you know, there's a, there's a reason people are single in the summertime. Wait, yeah. oh, because you think they're just out end. out on the prowl trying to have fun. They have, like, a vacation maybe or who knows what? Yeah, you're wearing less clothing. You feel sexier. There are no holidays to give gifts on. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's, like, a time. You, you, like, you're probably going to have a tougher time locking down a relationship in the summer and, like, right in the heat of the holidays. you got to, like, lock it down, like, right before the holidays when it's, like, just about to get cold and you want someone to, like, cuddle up and, like, binge watch a bunch of TV shows with and get hot chocolate with. Unfortunately, though, in LA, we don't actually yeah. have winter season, so cuffing season really? is like not a thing here. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is a little colder than normal. A little, here, but, but like, cuffing season is not very serious here because yeah. people don't need to cuddle because there are also so many holiday parties and everyone's in the mix and, you know, it's just too much fun. And everyone also is transplants here, so they leave town. That's true. For the holidays. But that's, yeah, that yeah. goes back to what they're saying, though, like, also people leave, so then what do you do? Like right. you're in the middle of dating someone seriously, and then you go and you go home. Like, do you take them with you? Do you talk about them? Yeah, I know, yeah. I get it. LA just skips all that. They don't even do relationships. Oh, God, sad. So speaking of LA and New York, like, do you you guys dated? Did you date in LA and in New York, or how do you feel like they're different, or are yes. they? Yes, 
I date I dated in both places. I don't know. Maybe this has changed, and maybe it was just like the age I was at when I was in LA because um, I've been here now for eight years. But when I was in LA, I swear I feel like every guy just wanted to bring me out for drinks or to go to like yep. Lay Do, which was the club <laughs> that was really cool at the time. That was not even around. Yeah, <laughs> is, is Lay Do still around? By the no, way, no, no. Now it's like something else. I think it's Warwick something. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's a cooler name. Uh, but then when I came to New York, guys were taking me out to museums, yep. like Knicks games, like more. I would say like cultured dates. Yeah. Maybe I don't know what the I don't know like what it was about being in New York and attracting guys that wanted to bring me out on actual dates that were interesting. But I would say, yeah, the biggest the biggest thing was that there's more industries out here. I guess like yeah. everybody that I met in LA was somehow involved in Hollywood or yeah. You're kind okay. of in competition with everybody in LA because you're all kind of most people are working in the same industry and everyone is so hot in LA. <laughs> Yeah, like there are, are a lot of attractive people. Yeah, I dated a little bit in New York, and I found that um, the guys in New York made it happen faster. Like, you got off the app faster. They would send you a message, and within that day, you'd be meeting. Because everyone just gets up and walks out of their apartment, gets on the subway, or walks around the corner to a bar. There's every street and every place has somewhere to go. So they would literally be like, just meet me on, you know, 39th and Lexington at this bar. And then you just go and meet them. And that it, I dated so much more on dating apps in a small amount of time in New York than I did the years I've been in L.A. I wish I could say the same. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that makes sense. I also feel like a lot of the reasons people are are single have nothing to do with things people are doing wrong. A lot of it is just about like the platform and like the dating culture. Now we have a whole. What do you mean? Explain that. Okay. Yes, I will. So we talk a lot about insta dating, which it's like this idea that like when like you said you dated so much more when you were out in New York and it was like easier to get to places and there was just you basically have like a million people in the palm of your hand so it's like it's I don't know about you but like when I'm shopping for a dress on like nastygal.com like I want to scroll all the way to the bottom to look at all my options like all the dresses and so it's like kind of that mentality when you're dating where you want to look at all of your options and even if you like somebody and you're talking to them you still feel like there might be somebody better a couple swipes away so you're always looking over your shoulder and you're thinking like oh well maybe maybe there's somebody better there's like look at all these great guys or great girls like everybody's instigating I don't know Angela and I think that's like ghosting also happens so much because there's like people that you would have settled down with maybe years ago but now you're like "Uh, I don't know I'm gonna keep looking and you never know it could be better so people just kind of give up on stuff that was blossoming if there's even like the smallest thing that's wrong yeah people are gonna shut it down and look for something better and that technology makes it way easier to do that. Well, yeah, I, you're have, I have a question for you girls. Which doesn't exist. I have a question for you girls about that. Because I feel like I tend to give up very quickly because I'm like, ugh, these guys in L.A. don't put much effort forth. They want to, like, go for drinks. Like you said, they don't do, like, any kind of, like, cultural or, like, exciting date. They barely put forth effort. So yeah. I went on a first date with a guy, and we went to a wine bar. It was a Sunday night. And... It was a nice date. We ended up having a good time. And I was like, okay, I could give this a chance. Like, I'm, I'd be inter- interested in seeing him again. So we went away for, like, three weeks for Thanksgiving and some family stuff and came back. He got back, texted me right away, proceeded to say, I want to see you. What are you doing this week? I tell him, basically, like, you know, I have one thing and I'm free otherwise. He then tells me all the things he's doing, doesn't ask me for plans. Then he checks in again, like, several days later, and it's like, 
asinine, like, uh, hey, I have a cold, but I really want to see you. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. So I don't write back to that because I'm just like, if you really want to see me, you'll put it on the books. Yeah. So then he writes me. I guess he took my silence as like some kind of direction. He writes me again yesterday and he's like, hey, so are you free Wednesday or Thursday of, the, of next week? I, I feel like putting like a date on a calendar actually makes more sense for us. We can't really just wing it. Because stop writing me like, what are you doing tonight? Right. I have plans. Yeah. It's tonight. You know, I don't know. Do you think I'm just sitting at home alone or like, are you a college kid trying to make plans? What do you guys make of this? Should I run for the hills? Okay. We both looked at each other and like mouthed this while you were telling the story. Bench. Like, so there's this basically phenomenon. There's this phenomenon called the bench and people (gasps) put people on the bench. The bench doesn't mean you're bad. It doesn't mean he doesn't like you. It basically means like he's got like another starting quarterback basically and like you're like second string or third string. You're not Tom Brady. Like. You're not Tom Brady. So he doesn't want to like drop you. He wants to keep you on the back burner. Yeah. He's, he's still interested in you. He's still interested in like putting you in just like fantasy football team. Mm-hmm. But he, but you're basically, yeah, you're basically on the bench, which it's very similar to being like strung along. Like they don't want to drop you because he, he's still, he's like, she's still beautiful and smart and nice and great. And well, like, thank he still you. thinks that you're, you're wonderful. But essentially he's just like, he's kind of, He's kind of stringing you along, essentially, is what yeah, the bench is. That's right? right. He wants to see how things pan out, possibly, with, like, another girl. That makes a lot of sense. It does. And that's what my gut told me, because I think if you want to see someone, you see them. Yep. Uh, and I don't feel like I'm alone in that. You just said, yep. I think there's many people out there that feel the way. It, you know, in New York, like we said, if you want to go out with somebody that night, you or, like, in the very near future, you ask them out, and you go out with them. Make it happen. Right. You, you follow up that idea with actions, and then you see what happens. But here in L.A., I mean, we talk about this all the time, that there's just so many options, and there's so many apps, and there's not always, you know, like a sense of urgency because we don't have seasons, like we said. So yeah. people just make so little effort. It's yep. like they're also flaky, too. They'll set a date and then just completely cancel it. Totally. People in L.A. do that and all like, the time. You, you don't want to be, like, offended either that you're on the bench because there's still, like, of the thousand people that he was swiping with, like, he, he's still, like, very much into you and thinks you're beautiful and nice and kind. But, like, what would be better and more mature was if he just straight up messaged you and said, hey, I really like you, I'm really interested in you, but I kind of started dating someone else. I want to kind of see how things pan out. And then if it doesn't pan out, and I've heard this happen to multiple friends of mine, like they'll hear back from somebody in a couple weeks if they did the mature thing where they said that they're dating someone and they wanted to see how it played out. And then they reach back out and say, hey, things didn't work out. Are you any chance like you're still single? I would love to take you out on a date. And I think that that's incredibly like mature. Yeah. Like that would turn me on if they were really up about it because we all yeah we we all know we're all dating so if you just say what you're doing like don't be offended by it and just let the person date and you continue to date and if it comes back around like if you it's meant to be it's meant to be yeah i've done that like i was talking to this one guy we've been going back and forth on a dating app and then i got serious with this other guy that i had met in person and we had gone out like three or four times and it was seeming like it was gonna be kind of serious so this guy's name was Ralph Plum. He has like such a weird name. So I'll never wow. forget his name. He sounds like he's yeah, 65. Was, yeah. And at first I was like, I can't call with a guy named Ralph. Ralph is not a name that you can be like screaming in bed. Like, oh, Ralph. Yeah. Ralph. Oh, no. No. Right? But no. he was super cute. So anyways, I told Ralph that I was dating someone and it was getting kind of serious. 
Um, but, you know, best of luck. And then I ended up breaking up with my boyfriend at the time, like three or four months later, and I reached back out to Ralph, and I was like, hey, Ralph, are you still single? Like, any chance you want to go out? And he took me out to brunch, and, and it was great. Like, we didn't, and it didn't end up being a match, but it was, like, super cool because we were just basically talking to each other like adults who were like, this is the situation. Yeah, I'm still single. Yep. We're still interested in each other. Like, let's go out. Versus, imagine if I tried to string Ralph along for three months. <gasps> he would have, like, given up, and I would have never actually probably ended up going on the date. Or one, or knowing like, for sure. Yeah, now you know for sure that it wasn't meant to be. And that's, like, so basically you're saying, like, you're you're being candid in every aspect of your life and just so you guys you have a podcast along with the book that we're talking about how candid are you guys on the podcast i mean we really don't we hold we should hold more back than we do <laughs> we we basically tell more stories and more things and we, we don't even tell our friends or our family these stories for some reason being in a room with microphones with your best friend just gets you to the bold secrets you normally never would to anyone. Totally. Agree? Yeah, we kind of forget people are listening sometimes. That's oh, true. we say that yeah. all the time. You guys do that too? Yes. All the time. I don't know. It's just like, I mean, that's what we're here for, you know, and, and we think that that's how you connect with people. People relate that way. And we can tell you guys are that way. And that's how we are, too. So we just wanted to make sure that we weren't the only ones that were divulging deep, dark secrets. Sometimes I have something to tell Jen and I'm like, just wait till our show. <laughs> like, I won't even tell her until we're here. Same. And I'll be like, surprise, I went on this date and it was horrendous. Want to read a funny text? <laughs> and I've read people's texts out loud so that she hears it for the first time. Yeah, we call that Taylor Swifting you. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So, yeah. okay. It's kind of awkward, though, having, like, permanent guys around. Because yeah. if we talked about a random guy that we never saw again, it would be fine. I don't mind divulging secrets. But sometimes it does get back to our significant others that we reveal something. Yeah. Luckily, they don't usually listen to the podcast. We try to keep it that way. Yeah. That's my situation, too. So I can say some things, and I'm pretty safe, I think. Also, though, they've lived through those things. So if they've done anything they should be ashamed of, maybe they should reconsider. That's a good point. Oh, yeah. Um, it is a good... It's almost like a, it's, having a podcast is a great passive-aggressive way <laughs> to talk about your problems and, and hope that the person that you're dating will will like change things up like yeah. even on stupid little things like I I got in like a big fight with my boyfriend last year on Halloween because he like didn't want to dress up and I was like you're not being any fun and I talked about it for a long time on the podcast about our big Halloween fight and this year he went all out on dressing up Aww. he like really yeah the past talking about passive yeah. aggressive things you want to change about someone really seems to work okay passive I'm aggressive couple therapy I'm Love totally it. gonna do not that. so subtle hints it's like an oral journal it is. I like it. Listen, we're just telling people how to live it's their lives It's public better. therapy. That's <laughs> whatever. That's what we do. So what people want to listen to your stories and public therapy sessions, where can they tell everyone where they can listen to your podcast? Um, our podcast is on iTunes. If you just search This Is Why You're Single in iTunes, or we have everything on our website, which is just thisiswhyyoursingleshow.com. Or you could follow us on Twitter and Instagram at your single show. I know that was a lot to throw at people. No, it's it's, it's great. on the website. Yeah, great. everything's on the website. But yeah, listen to us. We we always have really fun interviews with kind of people like you that tell their funny dating stories. And we have we just had a unicorn on one of our podcasts, which is basically a woman that dates couples, and that was really fun. Wow. Had like a, yeah, she was she was super super candid and. Um, she's like gorgeous and hilarious and yeah, she's really fun. Okay. Uh, we, have, we, have, we have an upcoming podcast with a professional bridesmaid. 
<gasps> and a drag queen. Yeah. Wow, these are fun. How often do you guys record? Every week. Yeah, every Wednesday our a new podcast comes out. I think we're on episodes like seventy four at this point, seventy two. Oh. So yeah, we have a lot of a lot of back issues. We have back issues, like as a big magazine <laughs> back episodes. We I know guess. what you're talking about. Um, we got you. Yeah, what? we had we had like a trans man, a trans woman on recently. So we love to hear the dating perspectives from all different people. Yeah. Love it. It's like we're living parallel podcast lives because yeah. we're around the same amount of episodes. I think we as are. You guys. So it's like we start at the same time. Funny story very quickly. A guy I met on a dating app actually <laughs> told me about you guys a really long time ago. And then somehow you guys what? crossed our paths again, I think on social media. Yeah. And so it's because of dating apps that See? here we are today. Hello. Thank Hello. you very much. That's so cool. Yeah. I love that. I love that story. Wish I could remember who the yeah. guy was, but I definitely remembered who you guys were. Unimportant. Yeah. Was his name Ben? <laughs> Possibly. Does he have a last name? I won't remember it. I don't know. Yeah. I would guess yes. <laughs> it could have been. Probably Ben. Hi, Ben. Hi, Ben. Thank you, Ben. And the dating Hi, Ben. Hi, Ben. Thanks, oh, Ben, for setting God. us up on a podcast blind date. That's right. Well, if you guys are ever in L.A. or wherever in New York, we'll have to meet up in person and just, like, do all of the fun things together. Drinks and more talking about relationships because I know we both do that on our own and together we could just be like a quadruple force of relationship splendor. Yeah, that. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, we love women supporting other women. So, yeah, if you're ever in New York, let's let's hang out and get drinks. Sounds lovely. Hop on your Tinder. For sure. And everyone listening, do not forget to look up their book, This Is Where You're Single. Read it. There's rules and things and you need to know. Don't get benched. Don't get benched like me. And if you do get benched, make sure you actually don't care when you're doing it. Like I don't. That's right. What's his name again? Exactly. I don't know. I agree exactly. that guy benching you. Well, thank you so much. You to be on the starting lineup. That's yeah. right. That's our goal. Thank you guys so much for being on our starting lineup and calling in. And we look forward to talking to you guys soon, too. Thank you. Bye. Ladies. All right. Bye. Happy holidays. Bye. Oh my gosh, they they are like dating unicorns. They Speaking are. of unicorns, I want to know more about what that unicorn is. She I know. dates couples? Well, that's like that app Thrinder or something where yeah. you can go out with like three people. Well, but th- what does that mean though? Then you're like the third party? I don't know. You know threesomes? how like you could look at like a couple that's like so in love and like they're just like couple goals. Like I feel like I'm third wheel to like many couples at this yeah. point. So like it's kind of like all three of us are dating anyway because we're all there together. True. However, it, there isn't the like the physical stuff clearly. Um, or and, there could be. And sometimes I'm not paid for. You know, so (laughs) those things are not the same exactly as dating a couple. And she means like when they go out to dinner. Yeah, not not that that I'm a hooker or anything like that. (laughs) Because at first, that's a whole other thing. Confused me a little. Oh well, it's my specialty. So, but guys, you know, if you're not going to go on Thrinder and date three people, back to spin the bottle app. So, what it's like proud of is that it it takes a play on the game that we're used to as like children, where. You spin the bottle, and whoever it lands on, you have to kiss that person. But how it works technologically is you're given, like, a circle of options of guys or girls, and then you press, like, instead of swiping, you press some button, and it spins uh, the bottle. It's, like, on the screen, and it lands by chance on one person. You then decide if you want to have a 30-second phone call yeah. or no it's like a FaceTime it's a FaceTime video yeah so you can actually see these people live and know they're not catfishing you and sort of gauge your chemistry and it's only 30 seconds you can extend it if you want yeah or when you hang up you can like 
e-kiss them, which yeah. means you want to, like, go on another date with them. Or, like, yeah, continue the conversation or go out or whatever. And there's technology on this app that can sort of detect if it's, like, not a person's face. <gasps> so that if they try and put something else on the screen, it's like, eh, eh, eh. And the point of this whole app idea is that spin the bottle gives you that like anticipation and excitement like the bottle spinning where's it gonna land and then the phone call is supposed to be like the kiss like oh my god here it comes and then it's supposed so it's supposed to be it's supposed to give that exciting in the moment element that i think a lot of apps miss so this but what could scares be fun. me is that it's like spin the bottle the essence of spin the bottle was making out with people and like as kids you got to like kiss people and that was like so exciting but is this going to be like the new tinder where people just assume this is a hookup app maybe i mean i think you could turn any app into that really you can and also how many people are really going to be on this app we got to play devil's advocate here i think it's a great concept i would go on it it's actually only in new york right now Mm -hmm. um and it's coming soon to android and then other cities but by that time everyone's already so familiar with the big five or whatever it is that Will this app succeed? How many people will be on it? I don't know. We'll see. I mean, it just takes one to catch. But yeah, some of these niche apps are just that. Like, they only just serve a very small pool of people and then they die away. I'm still hoping and waiting for the app that has more filters and is a way to actually match people that are looking for relationships. And it's just, it's not like these ones where it's very swipey and, and it's like, flashcards hinge tried to make this version of an app where it's more like a social feed and more involved in that way and less like flashcards but hinge sucks and it shuts down every 10 seconds and it's got like ninety-seven thousand bugs don't release an app if it has bugs and also then they were confused about making people pay for memberships and not and they they just really can't make up their effing hingy minds sounds like a bunch of single people making an app if you ask me sounds like a bunch of wishy-washy flim flam flim Flam. Nobody wants that. Maybe no. we should make an app called Flim Flam. Maybe. It'll be just as successful as everything else. <laughs> Whatever. We can make some money and then go on our merry little ways. I love merry little ways. I do, too. Yes, I do, too. Especially being merry and bright for the season. <gasps> we were drinking um, eggnog today. Almond, yes, we were. Eggnog. Spiked, guys. Yeah, that's right. Don't get it twisted. Just because it's morning doesn't mean you can't have alcohol. No, and it also doesn't mean you can't have a song of the day. That is very true. And I think that because we had the This Is Why You're Single Girls on here, that we like to be in the moment with our girls. We like to have fun, right? Yeah. And girls just want to have fun. I mean, this is a classic. I know everyone sings it karaoke and stuff, but, like, you need to just get your girls. It's the holidays. Nobody, if you're not cuffing, our philosophy is as soon as you are owning being single, that's when someone comes into your life. Let's mm-hmm. have a moment. Let's dance a little. When you go. Yeah, we do. We just want to have fun. All of the fun, guys. Whether you're dating, whether you're single, whether it's the holidays, whether it's the summer, whatever it is, have fun in your life and good things will come. It's true. Well, they say life is 
That's the wrong quote. No, what like, were you so going to say? what happened while you're making other plans or something? Yeah, I think you got that right. I was... <gasps> yay! And I... on that note, guys. Wow. Man. Let's end on top. Yeah, you thank can go you guys. Home. Thanks. No, you I'm going to go home. Yeah. You guys should too. Thanks for tuning in this week. Um, and also, don't forget to tune in next week for our guest, Kevin Undergaro. Guys, this is here because of Kevin Undergaro and Maria yeah. Munoz. So we are having Kevin in um, because he is the mastermind behind all of these things. Things. We gotta we gotta pick our mentors' brains, and also yeah. I, I know that he's got a lot to say about where we're at in our dating lives. Oh God, he will. Oh, I'm nervous about that. Uh, <laughs> I'm more nervous than you should be because I, I feel yeah. like I, everyone likes to tell me what I'm doing wrong. Wow, so we'll see. What bring he has it, to see. yeah. Bring it, Kevin. Bring give it, some, Kev. He gives great career advice. I'm sure he's going to give some good life advice. Well, too. he was in a long term relationship that just turned into an engagement, so we need to talk to him. We're yeah. going to pick his brain too. You're not off the hook, Kevin. No. You uh-uh. are not off the hook. No. Don't and don't forget you guys, we deliver this content for free to you every week and we know that you have not only this great show to listen to, but many others so we thank you for coming back every week to us. We do. And also guys, while you're at it, follow us on all the socials mm-hmm. at Complicated Show and tune in for our two drunk girls show. Um it's entertainment, booze and news, guys. Yeah. So what more could you possibly I mean, want? Not much. No. And subscribe to all these things so you never miss an episode. We're on iTunes, Acast and Afterbuzz TV. That's right. All of the places, so really, mm-hmm. no FOMO. No. And also, you can follow me at Lori Leonelli on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, am I missing one? Snapchat. You don't Snapchat, really go on I don't that. really go on Snapchat. And my website. Yeah, and you can find me at Jennifer Golden. That's Jennifer with one N on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and my website. That was good. That was like a wrap. That's my new thing, I okay. think. I okay. started it today. Rapid forte. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you next week. And love you long time. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.